So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay here. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello, this is Nathan Reet and Spruth with the messing up the intro but i'm gonna keep going this is uh the re entertainment podcast episode 225 for december 1st 2019 uh as i said my name is nathan reed spruth and joining me this week we have andrew roe mcfain hey it's me andrew roe mcfain i i like i don't know what i was like looking at my microphone and kind of spacing out while the song went on <laughs> i was like i don't remember my intro today do 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 yes. do <laughs> so so before we get into the whole hey what games you've been playing rubber 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 uh i have to tell you a little story about what happened i think it was on tuesday monday or when tuesday your life got flipped turned upside down pretty much uh i woke up and i was like okay i'm gonna go check my my email real quick on my computer and i sit down and my computer was turned off. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. I never turn off my computer. It must have done updates or something. So I turned it back on. And then my computer was super slow. Like, amazingly slow. Uh -oh. And I was like, why, why is it so slow? And so I, I opened up Task Manager. I'm like, why is my processor running at 800 megahertz? <laughs> I'm like, that seems weird. And so I boot up into the BIOS, and I'm like, oh, my CPU is running at 100 degrees Celsius. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. Thankfully, I'm an IT guy, so me just bringing a computer into work and working on my personal computer at work uh, isn't really frowned upon because they don't know what I do at my job. <laughs> So I just brought in my computer, and I was like, I wonder what the problem is. Turns out, because I have a, an AIO, and the AIO plugs in. It has a, a motherboard USB header on it and a USB 2.0 header, and that's how it gets power. And I guess the US, that particular USB header must have died. And so I flipped to a different USB header. Of course, I redid all, like, I made sure all the fans were plugged in. I blew all the air out, and it still wasn't working. So I, I moved the USB header over, and now it works fine. Everything's perfect. It's running at, like, 30 degrees idle. So that was fun. I was really scared that I was going to have to buy a new, like, $100 AIO or something. But... Uh, yeah, so if your computer's ever running at 800 megahertz and you have a computer that's made within the last two decades, you should probably see if it's overheating, Aroa. My Unless... computer wasn't made in the last decade. But but it doesn't yes, run it at... Uh Yeah, it was. Uh, Sandy Bridge was 2011, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just, just on the cusp. You know, shockingly enough, those Sandy Bridge processors, still pretty good. Like, they, if you pair it with, like, a super high-end graphics card and 
and you compare it. So like if you compare your computer to my computer and we have like a 2080 Ti, like my computer is going to get like more frames per second than you, right? It's going it, to like I'll get like 140 frames a second and you'll get like 70 frames a second. But realistically, your monitors are only 60 hertz anyway. So if, you're, if your game is consistently running at 70 frames a second or more, you don't really need anything more than a Sandy Bridge processor right now, in well, my opinion. Unless you right. start doing... But even 4K, 4K doesn't rely that much on CPU power. Well, no, it's all it, graphics like power. Some people... There's a lot of people who have 144 hertz monitors, though. That's true. But if you're... I if don't. you're if you're splurging for a 144 hertz monitor, you're not going with a nine-year-old PC. You don't know that. <laughs> Most of the time, nope. any sane person who's spending that much money on a monitor is also going to be upgrading their computer relatively often. What? What is an AIO? Uh, all-in-one. Uh, it's... An AIO is an all-in-one uh, water cooling solution. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so it's got. I was, I was like, I was trying to search for it, and I'm like, he doesn't. It, what? Like, you don't have an AIO PC, so what the fuck are you referring to as an AIO? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the uh, an AIO is the I think it's all-in-one, and it's water cooling. It comes with the radiator, and then the two like hoses and the mounting bracket. It's like it's, a Corsair closed loop system. Yeah, that's what I have. I have the the Corsair one because okay, I trust Corsair. Um, I know I shouldn't yeah. trust brands, but Corsair is a good brand, so whatever. Uh, they the their uh, their off the shelf solution used to be shit, but I've heard good things as of late. So yeah, um, I won't judge. I almost bought one of their wireless headsets on Black Friday, but I stopped myself. So. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? How would you buy a wireless headset? Uh, VR. For VR. That's, oh, I that's guess. Why. Yeah, if, if you don't have a, you don't have a Valve Index, like some people. I I will. Uh, I'm gonna visit Aroa here soon, and then I will have a Valve Index. <laughs> <laughs> I will steal your Valve Index, is what I'm saying. Oh. I just want to make that clear. Uh, let's let's actually talk well, about what games have you played and where can we find you. Um, so you can go over to a robot website. I uh, I'm still in the process of putting together version uh, 2.0 of it, so it will it will still be more or less a list of links. But there will be actual design to it. Oh, oh, good. Uh, it will be very web 1.5, which is my intent. 1.5. Uh, are, are you going to build it using XHTML? Um, I actually was originally going to build it using Front Page Express. Mm -hmm. uh, however. There are many features that browsers no longer support that Front Page Express relies on. Oh, right. So are you using Dreamweaver then? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I was joking. <laughs> no, I, I am using Dreamweaver 
Um, Don't you know how and, to write HTML? HTML is easy. Yeah, but like it's it it'll be a lot easier and look a lot more legitimately late '90s, early 2000s if I use a, a WYSIWYG editor. Oh yeah, yeah. So which which version of Dreamweaver are you using? Um, I downloaded. Uh, I just downloaded CS6 because it was easiest. You know what you should do. I should yeah. use a. I should use a uh, a uh, an era relevant version of Dreamweaver. Yes. Well, no, 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 no. What I was gonna say is, you should make like three different types of web page, right? And kind of like I'm thinking, like kind of like with the Halo anniversary stuff. So you have like the 90s, you have the 2000s, and then you have the the 2010s era. And there's like a little toggle on the top right where you can click and it'll change the layout based on like on which version of the site you want to see. Okay, so then whenever you hit the 2010s version, it just starts running a Bitcoin miner in the background? <laughs> I was going to say it's just it's just a white page because... <laughs> Yes, but, Every, but the... everything just turns into solid colored blocks with <laughs> uh, with aerial font on uh, them. I, I I have to say, like I I kind of like how a lot of websites are, you know, clean and neat and like they look nice now, but they all look samey, right? Is that is that just me? Like they all look they, like they look very samey. They mm. look very boring and sterile. Yeah, and I like, hate it. I hate it. I too. hate like... modern design. I there's, really, really do. There's no creativity in it. It's all the same. It's like you've been to TechCrunch. I showed you that. It's terrible. Te- oh, TechCrunch. TechCrunch goes beyond sterility and cleanliness and and flat colors and all that shit. TechCrunch is just a bad idea in general. Yeah. Like they they don't even even from a web whatever the hell we're we're calling this version of the web web 4.0 perspective yeah it's just bad it's bad ux yeah and that's the most important thing nowadays are we we're still using ux right that's the I, thing that i think so i don't i don't know man i'm term? i'm 30 i'm basically a boomer now you're so right i'm 32 oh, god it you know the weirdest thing i knew somebody who had a kid when we were like 15. And so I'm I'm talking to a, a mutual friend of ours. I'm like, oh yeah, she's like, she's like what, 14 now or something like that? And the, my friend was like, she just turned 17. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old. I knew this kid, this guy, since we were teenagers. And now his daughter is beyond the age when... She was like, because she's beyond the age that he had her at, which is just weird yeah. to me. It's it's weird to like interact with people who are the age that I remember my parents being at. Yeah, yeah. I always imagine my parents were like eight hundred years old. So uh, I, I always I always saw my parents like. I just always have the image in my head of what they looked like in their early 30s. Yeah. Because I was whenever I was around 10 years old, mm-hmm. and all my memories were, were 
uh, running at full capacity. Yep. So, okay, a row.dot website, you're updating that at some point. And yep. where, uh, what games have you played? So, I played a bit of Blade and Sorcery, which is a VR. MMO, uh, right? No. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a VR fantasy sword fighting game. Okay. Um, they updated it a few weeks ago, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, late October. Um, they added in the ability to do custom maps. Okay. And uh, they updated some of the physics and stuff. Uh, if if because a lot a lot of people played uh, Blade and Sorcery whenever VR was still like being it was still more of a novelty than it is now. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like a lot of people played Gorn and were like, man, I just wish it was a little more realistic. And then Blade and Sorcery came out and it was kind of the answer to that. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's come even further since then. Um, and they're, they're working on another update uh, to add in more magic and stuff. But yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredibly satisfying game uh, if you... If you want something a little more visceral than the cartoony gore violence that that Gorn offers, and uh, it also uh, might might help you discover a little something about yourself, what? like the fact that rage boners exist. Uh, let's not let's let's not talk yeah. about that. Oh yeah. So, I uh, I've never played Blade and Sorcery, but I have I have seen it. Is it on sale right now? Uh, let me, let me click on the store page. Oh, I did, I did see something really, cause, cause right now the Steam sale is going on. By, by the time anybody listens to this, it'll probably be done. But, um, the Steam sale is going on. So they have some, some pretty good sales right now, uh, such as the, the X or the uh, Steam controller is is on sale oh wait it's it's actually sold out i think but um uh it's it was on back order when i looked at it oh okay. uh, which is ironic but <laughs> um i think it's fully sold out now that would not surprise me uh it is not on sale it is but it is only 20 bucks and i think that is very much worth it considering the the depth that you can go into with it and there's a there's a very uh active modding community that is adding a lot of stuff all the time. Like there's a there's a parkour map now, which is oh, very yeah? fun to play. Uh yeah, it and it it uh takes advantage of if you have the Vive trackers, um you can you can attach them to your feet and so you can like actually kick people and stuff oh, instead of pushing Oh, a I didn't even realize they made those. Yeah. I didn't realize that they made um trackers like that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, uh they're they're like a hundred bucks each, I think. Oh. Uh so they're not they're not exactly inexpensive. So but a lot of people them. in VR chat use them and they're pretty impressive. Uh you you can I, I don't know how many you can use altogether, but I've seen people where they have they have one attached to each foot. And then they'll have one in their middle. Oh, so that. Uh, oh, this is what, what I was going to say. There, there's, a, so they had a, a section for sports games 
on uh, for sale. They're like, they're, these are the sports games that are on sale. Now, tell me if these things uh, sound similar. So we have, we have uh, PES 2019, which I think is a soccer game. We've got NBA 2K20. Uh, we've got The Hunter, which is like a, a hunting game. And then we got two, like, we got Project Cars and the Dirt Rally series. But then, uh, for sports games, we have Tekken 7. <laughs> Fighting is a sport. I, I if, Not Tekken. <laughs> kickboxing is a, is a the sport. I, There's a kickboxer in there somewhere. The Iron Fist tournament. Well, so, the, if you just click on, like, if you go under games and then hit sports, uh, the first... The big, like, prominent result that I got was uh, King of Texas. What? Which is a dating sim that seems to involve the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. There's a game that's on sale, and we have to get it. It's a sports game. Garfield Kart. What? It's, yeah, I guess racing is a sport, huh? It's 99 cents. What? I, I feel I'm making a mistake if I don't buy this game. Uh, There's Elon Simulator 2019. Wait, what? Elon Simulator 2019. We're in your driving a Tesla uh, through space on the way to Mars. Well, I just bought Garfield for myself, so I th- we should uh, okay. Let's let's move on. Let's. What other games have you played? Blade and Sorcery. Uh, um, Stardew what? Valley. Stardew Valley. Okay. Uh, which updated uh on the twenty sixth, and they added a ton of shit. Yeah. Multiplayer is incredibly robust now. Oh, uh, okay. They added a new map where uh, they're like it's built entirely around multiplayer. There mm-hmm. are four sections to the farm uh, where each farmhand can have their own little area. Like it's uh, it's really cool. And there's rice now. Uh, you can you can have the the monster uh, that lives in the in the sewers live with you. Um. It's just it's uh it's just a great addition to that wholesome fun game. Cool. And uh I think I'll I think I'll also uh looks like I'll, I'll be buying Shine's Adventure 6 Go Girls, which is also a sports game. <laughs> All right. Uh, the 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 description is you can play a racing game in C with a group of cute girls wearing swimwear. This time, in addition to the cat girls, there are many bunny girls who are also your opponents. How about how about that? It looks like it looks like bump. It's bumper cars, but with like Mario Kart weapons. Interesting. Have you have you played anything else? You, you're done playing Fate Go. Have you got into another clicker game yet? Uh, outside of I I have um uh. Uh, NGU Idol on PC that I've been playing quite a bit. Uh, I'm in the middle of the Troll Challenge. Yeah. Uh, which is an incredibly frustrating challenge where uh, the game will randomly uh, erase all of your resources. Oh, good. 
Good. So, um, and then it, 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 there's, there's also an event where it, uh, it just, it, it says, I drew a cat for you. I hope you like it. And then this giant, really bad MS paint drawing of a cat slowly floats up the screen and covers up everything. Oh, interesting. That's fun game though. Uh huh. I, uh, I'm going to tell you what games I played. And those were Shenmue 3, which kind of pissed me off a little bit, but... Um, I've not heard great things about it. I, I, it's, a, it's a Shenmue game, right? So uh, I, I think I've already mentioned that it's, it's very similar to the other Shenmue games, and that means that it doesn't really translate to a modern experience very well. Well, that was yeah, kind of the complaint that it yeah. didn't seem to learn anything. But from... that's not. But that's not what Shenmue fans want. Like Shenmue fans don't want a a a modern. They don't. If they wanted a modern game like Shenmue, they'd play Yakuza. I think. I think. Uh, yeah. I think you have like, a point. Yeah. So th- they made the game. Not to appease modern gamers. They made the game to appease people who like Shenmue. So, uh, and I think they nailed that pretty well, uh, minus a few, uh, minus a few things where, like, it feels a little bit, like, drawn out, uh, where, like, okay, well, I had to go into town, I had to buy a, a very expensive jug of wine, a 50-year-old jug of wine for $2,000. So I then had to go and work for um, a while to get the $2,000 to be able to afford the jug of wine to continue on with the story. Just They, they pad it out quite a bit with, with stuff like that. But if you do gambling, like I made that money in like 20 minutes because gambling. So it's not too bad with that. However, it's teaching really valuable life lessons, apparently. Yeah, like don't buy 50-year-old 50, 50 wine for some drunk guy. I don't, I a... Oh, no, I meant that gambling can get you all the money you need in less than 20 minutes. Oh, that's true. It's that That is true, actually. <laughs> so uh, the whole story around that was there's this guy that you, you're trying to get him to beat or teach you a move. Uh, to beat this this giant guy and you're like okay i need to learn this move so i can beat this guy up and the guy keeps making you do random things like buy you a jug of wine well the guy is like a martial arts expert but he's squatting in an abandoned temple so it's it's like karate kid uh i is that the new one I don't know. I just mean that, like, he's having you do menial tasks for him. No, he just... Well, he does make you do menial tasks, so that is similar. But, um... Basically, he, he's a drunkard and just wants to get drunk. <laughs> like He's like, oh. yeah, sure, I'll, I'll teach you how to do that. Then he'll just, like, drink the wine. Um... But it, it's a good game. I, I haven't had... I, I know that people have complaints about it and it didn't get great scores, but it's a Shenmue game. It's it's good for what it is. If if you're going in and you're expecting it to be a modern game with 
like a modern like control style and everything, you're probably not going to be happy. It does have a better control control style than the original Shenmue games, but it's not like playing Yakuza or something like that. So the uh, the reviewer that I watched described it as if, uh, well, they, they described it like a game from a world wherein the Dreamcast was a commercial success. Yeah, that could be it. I I love the Dreamcast, but like the controls in the original Shenmue are freaking terrible. I believe they were better on the when Shenmue Two came out for the original Xbox. I think it was the was it the original Xbox or was it the three sixty? Yeah. I think it was it the was, original. It was the original. Yeah. And uh, the controls were quite a bit better. And and Shenmue Two was a massive upgrade from Shenmue One. So. I really enjoy it. I, I'm enjoying it, but there are a lot of menial things that you have to do. So I was told a very vague thing of you need to talk to a, a martial arts expert to to be able to beat this guy. Because you, you get into a fight and you lose the fight. You have to lose the fight. So even if you drain their health all the way, they still win the fight, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. Those are always really really entertaining in video yeah, games. I hate those. And so they're like, you need to find a martial arts expert. And I was like, oh, well, what I can do is I can go to the dojo and train. And so I spent like two days in game time um, just training at the dojo and like getting my endurance up pretty high and then going and uh, beating up all the martial artists there to like climb the ranks. And I, be- I beat the master there. And I didn't learn how to do it. And so I'm like, what the hell do I have to do? And the uh, that night, you go home, and you're, like, talking to the girl that you're living with. And she's like, why don't you go talk to this guy? And I'm just like, why didn't you tell me that yesterday before I spent an hour and a half grinding my skills? <laughs> but so it's kind of vague, but it's, it's, it's not bad. I also played Pokemon, Pokemon Shield. And... Uh, I mean, it's a Pokemon game, and it's super easy. I've complained in the past, okay? I have complained in the past about uh, scaling levels in video games, like like with the Elder Scrolls and stuff, right? I, 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 you were there. I complained about it. Um, playing Pokemon, I totally get it now because... I am so much more powerful than any of the other NPCs in the game that I am just rolling through the game, and it's not very fun when you do that. There's yeah, that no was one of the major complaints. I remember it, hearing about it. It is just so easy to win that game, even when, even when your attacks are not very effective. I still kill enemies in one hit because I'm like. 15 levels higher than anyone I run into. So it's, it's a, almost like you're playing a game meant for children. I, you know what? It's been out for 20 years. They know their base audience. <laughs> they know children. their, they know their base audience is not children anymore. It's people in children. their thirties. Yeah, you, you're exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's for, they, they need to just like, they need a mode. It's like, Hey, have you played Pokemon before? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, all right, we'll make this slightly harder for you, all right? 
or even like some games um i think the witcher allowed it where i think the witcher has a sliding scale where everything's like i don't know if it's sliding scale or if everything's like kind of locked but i know there's a way that you can switch it from a sliding scale to not sliding scale and i think that would be nice to have in a game like pokemon where if you just wanted to play the game and have it easy and normal, you could keep the sliding scale turned off. And if you wanted it to be, like, have somewhat of a challenge, you could turn the sliding scale on. So I think so that would... So what you're would... saying is you wish that it had a difficulty option. Yes. <laughs> well, not even a difficulty option, just something that could make it... Um, just, like, as difficulty... It's usually... I, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, I know you do, but, but when you say, like, okay, we're going to go from uh, normal to heroic to legendary. Legendary in Halo doesn't change the game that much, except, except it gives the elites, like, a massive amount of armor and, and health. That's all it does. So... It doesn't. It doesn't make their AI any better or anything like that. I just want it to, so that the levels are somewhat close in Pokemon, so you kind of have to think about a fight before you go into it. That's it. Anywho, uh, let's move on to some stories, and we'll talk about those because we've wasted, you know, half an hour. <laughs> Bullshit. We only have three stories, so we, yeah, we 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 had to pad this show out. I'm sorry, guys. This is this is padded almost as uh, padded out almost as bad as Naruto. So let's go into Uber Naruto? loses its light. Huh? Specifically, Naruto. Why Naruto? Have you seen Naruto? I, I mean, yeah, but it's like any other shonen anime. Okay, but the problem was that Naruto had like. Over a hundred episodes of filler. I mean, so did the manga. That's that's true, but I it's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't watch a lot of anime, my friend. You fucking loser. What what should I should I compare it to like Dragon Ball Z? Yes. Okay. The only Which anime also that... had a number of filler episodes. It had a ton of filler episodes. All right, so what are we going to have Goku do to this time? Oh, he's going to be summoning the spirit bomb. Uh, isn't this like the 12th episode he's done that? Yes. All right. And then it's just him screaming for like the entire episode. Um, the, the guy that does his voice will have to go to the hospital because his throat is bleeding. Did he have to do that before? Uh, I feel like he did have to like, he had to get some kind of treatment. It, it, I know specifically there was at least one occasion where he had blood coming out of his mouth after screaming. Oh, interesting. So, uh, from Engadget, Uber has lost the license to uh, operate in London, which I imagine it's a big city for them. So... Uh, this is from Engadget. It says, Uber could soon be banned from London. The city's ride-hailing regulator, Transport for London, has denied the company a new license because it's not fit and proper. That's, that's good. That's such a British thing. It so is. And allowed a number of uninsured and suspended drivers to operate in the city. That makes sense. <laughs> that's and Uber for you. 
It says a quote here was, while we recognize Uber has made improvements, it is unacceptable that Uber has allowed passengers to get into many cabs with drivers who are potentially unlicensed and uninsured. Uh, that's from Helen Chapman. And uh, that actually makes a lot of sense as to why they yeah. would be banned. Yeah. Like, you can't really defend that too well. Yeah, I thought they had, like, like they had to verify that you were licensed and insured before you could drive for Uber. Well, they also had a program where it specifically tried to identify cops in that's areas true. where they weren't supposed to be running. Yeah, that's called their, their Grayball software, right? Yeah, the Grayball program, which they for a while denied existed at all. And then once it came out that, no, it definitely exists, they were like, yeah, but we don't do it anymore. Yeah, we stopped that like a month ago after it came out. Come on, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I was going to read through the majority of this, but I totally agree with uh, London on this one. If if they are, if they're willing to change, obviously, I think this is probably a stopgap. It's probably something where they're like, you need to get rid of all your uninsured and uh, unlicensed drivers and not let them do that anymore. And then Uber's going to be like, fine. And then then they're going to come back. And I, I honestly don't think they're going to be banned from operating at all. I think that they're, Uber's going to have to change. They'll appeal it. Or they'll say, hey, look, we changed. And then that license will be renewed. I don't think this is going to affect any of the drivers other than the people who are obviously underinsured or uninsured and unlicensed what's your thoughts on that um yeah i mean the, yeah like obviously uber is going to appeal it they they say in the article that they're going to appeal it yeah and they're they're gonna do exactly that they're gonna be like okay look you can't you can't just tell us to not operate there come on come on and, and then london would be like well, all right, but you got to get rid of all of those bastards that'll drive you without a license. And Uber's yeah. going to be like, ah, fine, whatever. Did, it, did anyone ever tell you you could be a voice actor? With what? your, uh... You really think so? No. Not with, oh. not with that British accent. Oh! <laughs> uh, and then Uber will get in trouble for something else in, like, six months, and... Everyone will question once again why we allow this company to continue existing. Yeah. So let's move on. Uh, another thing has been discontinued, and that was uh, the Steam controller has been discontinued. The the Valve Steam controller. And well, did you have one of those? I do. I, do I have, have one, one too. They're okay. I I continually went. Huh, maybe I should buy another one, and then I didn't. Yeah, and then they'd go on sale again, and I'd think maybe I should buy another one, and then I didn't, and now I'll never buy another one. No, they're like a hundred bucks on Amazon right now. Really? Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> they're not. They're not good enough to warrant that. They're not. They're. They're, <sighs> they're not terrible, but like, I don't know. the The problem I have with them is they made it to fill a niche right they made it so that when you're playing a game on your tv 
and it's a, you you they you could play like a RTS game with your controller. That's what they wanted you to be able to do. And so they made the trackpads, touchpads that could act like mice. But so many games now, pretty much all games that come out have the ability to just use an Xbox controller. Yeah. Even RTS games, they're just like, yeah, we you can just use an Xbox controller. We'll map it and you'll be fine. And like obviously Steam has realized this in the meantime because they've designed uh Steam input or whatever it's called to be able to do the same shit that you could do with the Steam controller but with virtually any controller. Yeah. And even the uh, PlayStation controller is included in that. Yeah. Almost anything that, whether it uses uh, direct input or X input, uh, you can you can map buttons to do things, and you have, like... There, there's a ton of fucking complexity whenever it yeah. comes to Steam input that you can, you can take advantage of. And to be fair, the Xbox controller and the PlayStation controller, both of them are better than the Steam controller. In like, 99% of cases, yeah. Yeah, like I I, I tried to use the Steam controller for a lot of different things, and I just ended up going back to my Xbox controller for things that I need. I wanted to use a controller with. Because... I, I had I had a couple of, of interesting situations where I liked the Steam controller more. Oh, okay. Um, and that was in games where, like, having a hot bar was useful. Oh yeah. Uh so like, like I played uh I played some of Deus Ex Human Revolution with it and that's giving you an idea of how long it's been since I've actually touched my Steam controller. Like 6 years. Uh yeah. So I I tried playing that with it and it was it was very handy to instead of having to like mash on on the the shoulder buttons to switch between items, being able to hold the left touchpad, and then a little radial menu pops up, and then I can swipe to whichever thing that I want. And, and there are other interactions like that where you basically have a virtual menu pop up uh, on top of the game that lets you interact in a unique way with the touchpads. Yeah. Uh, also, gyro aiming is pretty good oh. with... Uh, with the controller. Yeah. But like the majority of cases that I had to use it in, I I just switched back to my Xbox controller. Because yeah. it's just it's so much more natural to me to use the Xbox controller. Oh, and, and like the touchpad was never precise enough to actually use as a right analog stick in most cases. Yeah. Uh although I, I did see something on Wish today because I got an ad on Wish that was something you put over the right stick and it it gives you an analog stick. Oh, like you put it on the the right pad of the, yeah. the Steam controller? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I I was like $7 and I was like I don't trust Wish at all. <laughs> so I'm not going to order this, but it looked it looked pretty cool. Uh, where it basically just gives you an analog stick on the right, the right little thumb area. So you should you should buy that and test it out. 
give it a yeah give it a sure review. yeah i'll get i'll get right on that Perfect. there were a lot of cool ideas in the steam controller yeah uh the the vibration motors were uh actuators yeah instead of the regular motors and they could do pulse width modulation to like play sound oh yeah kind of like using them kind of like the um the switch the joy cons yeah exactly yeah. like them yeah, yeah it's the exact same technology i mean the, uh, the, that technology is really cool but like how often is it going to be used exactly yeah like it, it it really it was a novelty at best as mm-hmm. were a lot of a lot of the things on there i liked the um the gamecube style triggers so yeah. that they not only did you have where you you pulled the trigger and and the the game would respond to how much you were pressing the trigger but then they actually had a click at the bottom uh oh, which oh you could, yeah you yeah. could use you could use that in varying ways in games but it mm-hmm. still comes back to the problem of developers weren't going to support the Steam controller specifically. Yeah. I, I want to say there were probably less than 15 games that came out that Valve convinced the developers to build native Steam controller support into. City Skylines was one of them. You know what I really and... hated? You know what I really hated? I'm going to switch. I, we're still talking about controllers, but uh, the PlayStation 3 controllers, I didn't hate them. But I hated the R2 and L2 buttons. Oh, yeah, everyone did. Because, like... The little, like, fucking mushroom button trigger things. Well, and they, they were rounded, so, like... Like, if you look at the PlayStation 4 controller, it's... It's... I don't know if it's concave or convex, but it, like, fits your finger. So that yeah, when you it, press down, it's... You know, it doesn't slip out. Nope, PlayStation right. 3, they're just like, we're going to design it the other way, where... As you press down, your finger's just going to slip up uh, 80% of the time. So what I think that was, uh, was that they wanted to maintain the appearance of the PlayStation 2 controller, of the the regular DualShock, Mm. uh, including the shape of the buttons, but they wanted to add more, uh, more tactile feeling to the triggers because yeah. uh the the PlayStation 2 had pressure sensitive buttons but for one the pressure the pressure sensitivity kind of stopped working right after you used the controller enough yeah and yeah. for two like most of the time you didn't even know that that was a thing uh and also it didn't help much that like the the Xbox and the GameCube both had more traditional I say traditional but like there really wasn't anything quite like that beforehand other yeah. than maybe the Dreamcast controller. You know, did the I, did the Saturn controller have triggers? Uh, I think that it, I, the normal Saturn controller was just basically like a six button original Genesis controller. But the the one, but I the one that like everyone thinks of the the you're thinking the rounded one. Um, yeah, the the rounded one that was made for uh, Nights. Nights into Dreams. Yeah, uh, I think that one did have triggers. I'm trying to think, well, well, like I just I well, know it was like the precursor to the Dreamcast controller is the only thing, the only reason I question it. Yeah, because I don't think triggers were really in there. I know that the um, the Super Nintendo button had the L and R buttons, right? N sixty four, N sixty four had trigger. Well, the the Z. Well, sort of, yeah. yeah. I, I just 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It had it had an actual it had actual triggers on the back. The the Saturn one. Yep. Yeah. I think that uh, might be the first one that had that. I don't know. I know the um, the Atari Jaguar uh, controller had like three buttons and then like a pad of like sixteen buttons, which well, I think that is was, perfect. That was Atari for you. Yeah, that's the perfect controller. You can look at all the hot hotkeys you can do for MMOs. You can dial a phone number on your <laughs> controller. What other controller can you do that with? Yeah, you but... can call up your mom and be like, Mom, why did you buy me this shitty console? <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I think the idea was just that they were they they were trying to maintain the shape of the of the dual shock, yeah. but they needed to add triggers because everyone else had triggers and uh they did it bad, which is why they had Bungie help them design the PS4 controller. So so let's go back to Let's go back to the Steam controller real quick, and then we'll move yes. on to our last story. Yes. So apparently Intel is designing their own controller, which looks pretty neat. It looks it looks okay. It looks like a a mixture of a PlayStation slash Xbox controller, right? You, you know what it looks like to me? What? It looks like the Razer PS4 controller. Kind of does. So um, my friend, my friend Holly... Uh, had put up on on her face or on her Twitter, like, "Hey, uh, it looks like the Steam controller is five dollars, but the shipping's twelve bucks, so I'm not going to buy it." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense." And uh, I was talking to her about it, and I was like, "It was before they announced that it was being discontinued. It had just gone on sale for five dollars." And I was like, "Oh, it's getting discontinued, like." That's exactly what they did with the Steam Link, right? Like they put on oh, massive yeah, sale. Yeah. They put yeah, on they massive put it on sale and then they like started bundling it with completely unrelated games. Uh-huh. I got Icy. Yeah, I was I, I considered buying Icy specifically because you basically got a free Steam Link with it. Yeah. And then I didn't buy it because the shipping was more than the cost of the game in the controller and the in the Steam Link. Yeah. I, I bought it. It was alright. Like I have Actually, I haven't used it. I think I gave it to somebody. Because I'm like, I'm never going to use this. The Steam Link. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up just giving it to somebody because I'm like, I'm never, never going to use this. So anyway. Now there there is no reason, like, really. I I, I really can't wait until they discontinued the Valve Index. And they're like, we're going to sell this for $50. And I'm like, I'm getting one. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think that. It might be a little ways down the line. What, they're they're kind of pushing this one pretty hard. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to our last story, which is um, AMD. AMD is doing very well. Um, we've spoken about yeah, it before where uh, Reiton made a bad financial decision and could be, have like $100,000 in his bank account if he wanted, but no, he's fucking stupid. Um. <laughs> So AMD in the last, I would say five years, they've kind of turned themselves around. They went from being a pretty shitty company, <laughs> like let let's be fair, like they were making processors, but the processors were consistently way way worse than what Intel they, was offering. They were the quintessential 
budget brand. Yeah. And now they're to the point where there's a couple things happening. The first thing's happening is AMD is pushing hard. They are they they've come out with a new architecture um a couple years ago called Ryzen. And since that came out, uh their processors aren't quite as they aren't still not as good as Intel. But they're so close that it doesn't really matter. And in some cases, hell, they are in, better. Yeah, I was going to say, in some, in some cases, it, 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 they do beat Intel. Yeah, in some cases. But, but for gaming, they don't. And like, per, like still Intel wins when it comes to single-threaded performance and stuff. But AMD has found a way to... You can buy, very shortly, you'll be able to buy a 32-core, 64-thread processor for under $2,000. Which like, is like, man, you you ever like think about how far we've come? Oh yeah, like in <laughs> I remember dual cores coming out. I remember my friend built basically the the best computer he can buy. I think he spent his his grandma had saved up a couple tens of thousands of dollars for him to go to school, and he was able to convince his mom or his grandma, to give him, like, $2,500 to build a computer. And he had... It was obsolete in less than three years. Uh, even less time than that. <laughs> yeah. Because he built it basically with the newest, the best single-core chip he could get. And then dual cores came out, like, six months later. And I remember going to a giant, like, 500-man LAN party with him, and he was playing uh, Supreme Commander, which was the first game that used two more than one thread. And he was just like, I need to upgrade my computer. And this was, like, <laughs> six months after he got it built. He's like, my computer is shit now. Um, and now we have... We have processors that are going to be 32 th core and 64 thread for under $2000 which is just mind boggling like i i remember i remember not even 10 years ago being like whoa quad core computers yep yep man like so this this shit's crazy so amd has the, the, this is from TechSpot, and it says, AMD is dominating Intel and Amazon's best-selling CPU list. And uh, it says that out of 10 spots for the best-selling CPU, AMD has 8 out of the 10 spots, which is pretty amazing. Uh, we've got the uh, AMD Ryzen 7 2700X, which is an 8-core, 16-thread processor, uh, and it's a hundred and sixty bucks right now for Black Friday, which is like that's mind-boggling to me that it's only a hundred and sixty bucks. When I when I get um, my friend to get me like the top of the line uh, Intel, like I got my eighty seven hundred. My eighty seven hundred was a hundred and sixty dollars, and that's with. <laughs> That's with like a 45% discount. Oh, yeah. So the idea that you can get 
a 2700X, which is 8 core and 16 thread for less than what I get with a discount. That's amazing. Uh, it comes, uh, it's followed by the AMD Ryzen 5 uh, 2600 and the 3600 in third place. Uh, Intel's highest position is number four with the six core, six thread core i5-9600K, but that is $228. So would you rather pay $228 for six core, six thread, or would you pay $159 for (laughs) eight core, 16 thread? Now, to be fair, the six core, six thread one will probably run games at a higher frame rate, but not... marginally. The, the yeah, like that extra ten frames you're getting out of that is not going to compare to the performance you're going to see everywhere else. Um, the only other product that Intel has on the list is sixth place. It is the eight core sixteen thread i nine ninety nine hundred K. Now I want you to do me a favor, Roa, while I talk. Can you look up the price of a ninety nine hundred K? Because I'm gonna think it's like. 350 400 bucks um so amd has been doing great uh i'm the only the only problem i'm seeing is if they start to slow down because right they've innovated so much in the last like three years that if they i don't know where they can go from here right like i'm i'm having a hard time did we really did we know what they were going to do whenever Whenever like Threadripper came out, like That's we didn't true. know where they were going to go from there, and then they just kept going. Yeah, but like, and of course, this is why we're not in fucking we're not millionaires because we can't predict these things. But where are they going to go from here? Are they going to? I'm, I'm fairly confident. The only other thing they can do is like in the next couple of years make a sixty core, sixty four core, <laughs> sixty core. 64 core. more cores well that might be it they might make a 64 core consumer processor just, yeah just start putting like server class processors in the consumer market for affordable prices well isn't wasn't that threadripper like that's all threadripper sort of, yeah. was <laughs> like that's kind of what they've been doing is just more cores more cores um and not even decreasing performance that much like you can still game on the like the higher like the 16 core 32 thread um processors you can get you can still game on them like they might be a little worse because the clock speeds are down but you could still game on them so uh, um five hundred dollars by the way for 99 okay okay so do you want nine core i'm sorry nine core the 9900k which is eight core 16 thread which to be fair, the 9900K is going to run probably quite a bit better. Let's say, it, what, 5 to depends. 10%? 5 to 10%? It depends, better? though. Yeah. Because its base frequency is only 3.6 gigahertz, and just, it turbos up to 5. Yeah. Just at that point, just get the 2700X. Like, <laughs> you're saving literally $350. By... And it and and the Ryzen processor, its base clock is four point three. Yeah, 
Oh uh, no, no, never mind. It the four point three is its is its boost clock. Oh bad. okay. So yeah, like AMD is crushing it, and I like that there's competition, but there's also the fact that I don't think Intel's really trying at this point. I think that Intel is kind of just like, eh, well, let them have it. Keep in mind though, Intel is also like they've had to kind of rethink how they've been doing things because of Spectre and That's Meltdown. true. That's true. And Spectre and Meltdown affect Intel CPUs a lot more than AMD. Yeah. Because Intel, Intel was getting a lot of that single-thread performance because of their predictive technology. And that is what got targeted by those exploits. Yeah. Um, part of me has... Because I, I have a 1700... Um, IMD Ryzen 7 1700 and I was like man I could get a 2700 for 150 bucks and upgrade but that really wouldn't be worth it I'm in the market like obviously in the market to upgrade my equipment do it and that's I I was debating the 2700 versus the 3700 just do the 2700 but yeah the 2700 is such an immense increase in value and ultimately, like, I'm, I'm looking at putting together a gaming rig right uh-huh. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and like, building a workstation some, sometime down the line that'll have, like, higher specs. But this, like, yeah, this is, this is amazing. For so... price, price for performance whenever, like, granted, it, the funny part about it is that if you compare Intel to Intel... The the twenty six hundred K that I have is still only like thirty percent slower than a a similar like the the modern equivalent to what the twenty six hundred K is. Like if if you yeah if you if you get an i seven now, like it's it's not like it's better. Don't get me wrong, but it's not that much better. It's almost entirely made up in terms of like the the integrated GPU is better. Now there, there's there there are so let's let's back up here though right so that the let's say you get you upgrade to a twenty seven hundred you upgrade from the Intel i seven twenty six hundred K right that's what you have yep let's say you upgrade from that to the Ryzen seven twenty seven hundred X um we just lost like half of my viewer um <laughs> <laughs> so let's say you upgrade to that. You're not. You're gonna see a significant improvement in games, right? You're gonna see probably, probably not double the frame rate, but you'll see you'll see a good twenty to thirty FPS difference in games. But really, where you're gonna save is because you do a lot of video editing. Well, you do some video editing and stuff. You're gonna see a massive decrease in yeah. the time spent doing that. Right, that's that's the main thing, and that's the main reason why I'm not even considering the Intel side of things. Yeah, is is My that yes, they, they'll have higher single core performance, but the fact of the matter is, I'm getting four more physical cores added to the to the machine because uh, the 2600K is quad core hyper threaded, and yeah. the 2700X is eight core. Also hyper-threaded. They don't yeah. call it hybrid. It's simultaneous multi-threading. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing. 
Well, and so, like, so the performance boost you're going to get out of that whenever it comes to productivity applications and creative applications like the Adobe suite and anything else that's optimized for that, like it's going to be, it's going to be like the difference between going from, from a hard drive to a solid state drive in some so, cases. So if you, if you built the new computer, would you be keeping your graphics card? You yeah. want to be, you, you, so you would be keeping your graphics card cause you, you still have a 1080 TI. Um, 1080. Oh, you still have a but, 1080. Yeah. And so let's see, $159 for the, the so I, I already priced it out. Okay. Um, it would be about $500 for everything I absolutely have to have. That's what upgrade. I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. So yeah. you need RAM, you need a case, you need um, a power supply, you need a motherboard. I don't need, I, like, if I, if I wanted to, I can use the same power supply. Okay. Because it's still going to be ATX. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I would need a case, I'd need RAM, and i need a motherboard, along with the CPU. So they uh, just... I, so. So I just want to tell you, um, and it's a little expensive. It's it's a little on the more pricey side, um, at least for what I would typically pay. But Lee and Lee just came out with a new mid-range case for $90. So uh, the thing about it, and wow, we're really getting into the weeds while it's still recording. But That's okay. I don't um, care. So Nobody listens I... to this anyway. <laughs> Uh, what I was what I was actually wanting to do is get a mini ITX build. Oh, come on! No, what? I I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not a fan of the mini ITX stuff. I'm so sorry. the main thing is that because of my circumstances, with just the way that my house is designed and everything else, you may ITX have to build... flee the country at some point, and a mini well, ITX. It... <laughs> it's it's mainly that like I gotta move this big fucking box from from one room to another if I want to play VR games. Oh, and it's a right. huge pain in the ass. <laughs> so uh, you just want even, a tiny. Like I have I have a micro ATX set up right now, and right. E- even as a micro ATX, the damn thing weighs about fifty pounds, and. Right. It's it's just really difficult to lug around, and so my thinking was there's a there's an in-win case that I found, and yeah, it's it's like two hundred bucks. What? Okay. But um, it's like it has a handle built in, and it's very open because my my main concern is especially with going AMD is heat. So it's right, an open right. design case. Ah. Uh, why don't you just build your own open design case? Uh, it, just get a point. pipe bender and yeah. uh, and a welder off of Amazon. Yes. And just weld together a bunch of like scrap metal and call it a computer case. <laughs> That's yes, pretty much exactly. All 3D print you materials. Oh, okay. And there we you go. can yeah. and you can screw them together and, and make a case that way. Um, but in the meantime, I'm, I'm probably just going to, cause I'm, I'm 90% sure my case will take a mini ITX board. See, um, I, I think what you should do is you should buy the Lee and Lee desk case. Ah, yeah. The, the one that's like $2,000 or something. I'm still kicking myself because I saw it on sale 
on on Newegg, but it was when I was unemployed, and it was six hundred dollars. <clears throat> I was so mad that I was unemployed. Oh my god! Because uh. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't even matter which one it which one it is. It would be worth it. Like, yeah, it was it was the single computer setup. But like whatever. Yeah, it I would was, still be fucking badass. I was very mad that it That's, was like right after I got laid off from Sony and I was just like, come on. That's that is my that is my future build. Yeah. That's at some uh, point. that's what I'll be I'll be putting together uh an EATX board with that that's basically just gonna be server everything will be as server class as I can get it. I want it I want it to have like over a hundred gigs of RAM and just fucking go balls to the wall with I'll, it. I'll I'll tell you what what I'll what I'll do. I will um buy myself a twenty seven hundred X and then you <laughs> could buy my seventeen hundred for me for eighty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's still eight core sixteen thread. It it is. It, I mean, no matter what, anything that I buy nowadays, fuck. It probably there are budget processors out there that are overall better performing. Honestly, than... you could get the um. Now, what was it? The 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 cheaper one, the twenty six hundred. Yeah. You could probably get the Ryzen five twenty six hundred. Let's see how much that costs. Ryzen. Even if it's only a hundred bucks, though, like for fifty dollars more. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred and nineteen dollars on Amazon. Yeah, so thirty dollars more. You're you're getting probably better single thread performance, and also I'm assuming that the X versus the non X is the same with like the K versus the non K with Intel. Not really. They're all overclockable. Oh. Yeah. God, why is AMD so cool? Uh, yeah, all Ryzen processors are overclockable. Uh, I think that the X, it has a higher base clock, so it has a higher ceiling that you, uh. can, you can hit. But, yeah, so you don't... Honestly, if you could get the... I don't know how much the Ryzen 7 2700 is. Just the 2700, not the 2700X. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if, if the X is 150. On Newegg, on Newegg, the uh, 2700 is 159.99. So <laughs> well, it's the I think same the, price. I think the 150, I think the 150 uh, for the X might have been like a Black Friday thing. Well, it is. It is a Black Friday yeah. thing. Uh, oh, I see it here for 139.99. But for an extra 20 bucks, really? Yeah. Anyway, like... um, yeah. So. So, talk about a tangent. Yeah, talk about going off on stuff. Uh, buy Ryzen processors if you can. That's yeah, for real. Like it, even, even like going past all the nerd shit. Uh, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna look at it from the perspective of economy, it's just a better idea to support a company that's actually going out of its way to try to innovate without yeah. being a bunch of bullshit assholes to their customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMD has pulled some weird shit with like their micro code, uh, but nothing any worse than what Intel has done. And whenever, whenever you have two companies like that, like you have a duopoly 
yeah, you might as well go with the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, um, hopefully people will start buying uh, me AMD stock. Just buy me lots of AMD stock as a uh, Christmas gift. Anyway, uh, that's our that's our show for today. It's just us rambling on about computer stuff. Uh, thank you for being oh, here, hey, Aroa. Uh... Uh, uh, one last thing. Speaking of, uh, Threadripper and 64 core processors, uh huh. AMD announced on the 25th that, uh, the Ryzen Threadripper 3990X is coming in 2020 with 64 cores, 128 threads. <laughs> of course, of course they are. It's, it's going to be a 280 watt TDP. <laughs> How, how how much money is it going to cost? Uh, so the current closest competitor is the 3970X, which is $2,000. So it'll probably be... They already have the 32 core is going to be 2000 I would imagine that it would be $2,500, $3,000 for the 64 core. Yeah, something like that. Which still isn't it's that It's also going to have 288 megabytes of cash. I saw that before. Yeah, 200. <laughs> I remember way back when I first started building computers, and they're like, you get a meg of cash. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> now they're just like, uh, you get a terabyte? Is a terabyte good? Ah, oh, fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> um, uh, that's, it's, designed for, uh, it's designed for VFX people, which well, makes yeah. a lot of sense. That does make a lot of sense. I... Uh, when I worked at Sony, like they were consistently not only running their processors hard, but they were also running their RAM. Um, when they were making the the light, they did the lighting. So the the cinema guys did also did. They were called lighting guys, and they would do. Um, they would have to load up everything in the scene. So. They would have to load up all the lights, and then like they had to do the dynamic lighting for when they were recording the cutscenes and everything. And it would run 32 gigs of RAM wasn't enough. They had to have 64 gigs of RAM. And sometimes my friend James would run, um, it would be like 59 gigs of it would be used by Unreal. It was just that. It was that intensive to just run these scenes. Maybe it's because it was poorly optimized or something like that. But well, it's, it's yeah, they're, they're it's probably doing a lot of like real time stuff. Yeah, real time lighting and everything. Um, yeah, like that's a lot of math. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh, it was there difficult. is one. There is one concern uh, between the twenty seven hundred and the thirty seven hundred. What's that? And that is that uh, second gen. Uh, will not support PCI Express 4. That's true, but it doesn't really matter. At, You're at the exactly moment. right. At the moment, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah, because, um, for one, they use the same socket, so you can yeah. also just upgrade to a 3700 if you really need to. Mm -hmm. uh, but for two, um, my, I, I don't even support PCI 3. So... You you just don't support it. You're you're not a fan of PCI three. <laughs> no, I mean my <laughs> my processor doesn't support PCI Express three. Oh, so, yeah, it makes like, sense. What the fuck ever? Don't yeah. <laughs> like, I like I'm missing out that much. You're upgrading. 
You're yeah, upgrading. I'm still upgrading. I'm so, catching up to 2012. Yeah. So. So anyway, um, thank you for being here, Aroa. Yeah. No. No problem. We'll be back. Glad to be here. We'll be back next week to do some more the Reeton Entertainment podcast. And uh, bye, bye, bye. Uh.